hey, so we've actually changed the podcast format and have rebranded entirely since we made these first few episodes. If you're interested in our new format, those start at episode seven. We've decided to leave the old ones up because they're a pretty great snapshot into who we are as people and what led us to decide to start trying to be psychic in the first place. Required context for these episodes is that they were meant to be complimentary two videos on an animation channel that we ran. Those videos are still up on YouTube if you're interested in watching them, but it's not needed to enjoy the episode. But by all means, please do watch them. We did pour our heart and souls into them and they're pretty funny. With that being said, please enjoy our humble podcast beginnings. Hello there, I'm Crystal Joy. I'm David Raz. And this is On the Chair with Crystal. And David. You might have seen this on YouTube, but especially if you haven't, please stick around. This is where we talk about all the true stories and interesting inspirations behind the YouTube videos that we make. Even if you haven't watched those YouTube videos, still enjoy the content. Uh, but if you do want more context, you can go on and go check those videos out. You are on the chair. You are on the That's chair. That's you. Welcome. Welcome. Today, we are talking about our video, Can You Survive Time Travel? Haha, <laughs> time travel. Time travel. Uh, we actually made those videos pretty far in advance, mm -hmm. so it's been quite some time since we've done work on it. Quite some time. That we are recording this podcast, mm -hmm. so I have quite a bit of notes. So for those of you who are unfamiliar, we talk about the true parts of these videos, and then we go into takeaways that we wanted, or cool inspirations, or cool fun facts. So... I led this video, and typically whoever leads the video has like a story that was true based on them. But actually, act actually, act actually, it's my story. It is David's story, um, partially. David did not go back in time. I did. I did. I figured out time travel. It was me. We'll get there actually, to how one could potentially potentially to how one could potentially do such things. But no. Uh, it's so, a, it is a story though. What is, what is the real portion since it is your I story? I actually time travel. No, um, <laughs> I, I went, uh, it's, it's about my dog. Oh yeah. So in the video, not to cut you off for those who didn't see in the video, we do like this time forward in time, backward in time, shenanigans, hijinks, misadventures. And when back in time, David realizes, oh fuck, uh, this is the time in which my dog died. Yes. And he has to go stop it. So, I mean, the, the whole the whole video is not about my dog. No, but, but this was this true part that was based on true events, was right. the dog part. And that dog I had when I was, I think, give or take around nine or ten. Mm -hmm. I basically had the dog when it was a puppy. And we grew up together, and then... Was his name really Dodger? His name was really Dodger. Why? Why was his name really Dodger? His name was really Dodger because I don't, go, I don't know if you guys have seen it from maybe my older listeners, um, but Oliver and Company... From Disney. From Disney. Uh, had a main character, dog, that was a really cool, cool dog. And yeah, his name really was cool. Dodger. And he was from New York City. Yeah. David told me once, he was like, in the song, under kind of two same marks, then I'm down on Delancey Street. He yeah. was like, I live there. I live there. That's me. <laughs> That's me. I'm going to name my dog Dodger, which yeah. is so cute. That is where I got the name from. Precious. <laughs> Okay, so what is the true facts about the dog and what is the not true facts about the dog? What what actually happened? Because if, if all has gone according to my plan as video lead, people are crying. Mm. And if not, they, they're feeling a little bit like, damn. I did. So. Nah, I mean, I cried a little bit too. Like, uh, I know. I Real talk. 
even like going back because it's still not completely done as yeah. of right now um i'm working on it and i'll mm. go and i'll get to that part i actually get emotional especially because i'm taking many weeks away from it at a time before yeah. i come back to it i get to that part and i'm like uh, <laughs> no um <laughs> So I get emotional. You know, we're moving a lot. Did have to uh, have the dog stay with someone else. The okay. only part of the story that's true is that my dog passed away. Which is the one part that nobody wants to be true. Yeah. Because <laughs> we, I actually was going to keep it in the storyline that like mm-hmm. the dog got hit and it, it died. Yes. You didn't do it. You didn't, you didn't make it. But it was just a little too, too much yeah. it just like hurt too much to even write so i was like no the dog is okay in the end the dog being okay but is kind of what honestly, we wanted to happen yeah that's my kind of my happy ending yeah the david didn't get myself. to have yeah so what is what is the true story of dodger because i'm sure everybody's curious i, I grew up with him you know we we did play together all the time he was my best bud uh, we I had to move a lot so we had to have Dodger stay with a relative. It, it was my stepfather's relative and they did not like my stepfather. And so they ended up telling the police to come and put my dog down. That's awful. Yeah, I don't like reliving it, but that is what happened. I'm sorry I made you say it. No, no, it's fine. Um, that is the actual story of what happened. Um, but you guys and were, it did break my heart. You but guys were bros. Yeah. I have a picture of my dog. If we can scan it somehow, we'll, we'll put it up. If not, yeah. it, it's okay. But there's also, I think the, you told me this when we first got together. And then I was like, damn, that's really sad. But like how much that this was David's buddy. There's a locket yeah. of Dodger's hair in David's nightstand right now. Yeah. <laughs> and he is 33. I am. Uh, that, a fucking break your fucking heart. Am I right? Jesus Christ. That was the goodest boy for me damn so so that was, was so it was a really cathartic and kind yeah. of honoring to have a video even dedicated to so, daughter yeah you know just kind of wanted to put that out there in loving memory of him get a really loving memory and also i think the nature of the video is about time travel and going back and like do things that you wish would be done differently right etc i mean obviously we both have a lot of things that we wish could be done differently um none of them are really like fun for youtube yeah. <laughs> so that was like the most relatable one uh, to fit in i suppose and i was like i said i was very happy to honor dodger with that yeah so he deserved it he did he deserved it he did it was a very david past heavy I, I guess the other true facts is like david did in fact live on avenue d and the lower east side mm-hmm. in 1997 or 1998 whenever that video was yeah. the past part of that video was yeah said. uh that is true that is true and the <laughs> you know what else is actually true what the fucking basketball hoop oh yeah, the basketball yeah. Hoop. okay so this is part near the end i had this was one of the most ridiculous stories that david told me about growing up yeah. i had to put it in okay so, so there's a basketball no, no. court so in 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 the lower God, there is a basketball a basketball court and the the um actual hoops are cement so the base of the hoops are cement and they come up these columns come up and then so uh someone that i knew <laughs> i don't know how they did it but they took off they like saw through the cement and had the whole piece and brought it to their house well okay all you know uh, right so you're like i want to go play basketball and, and the whole shit's missing the whole 
back of the hoop was gone. Well, the, the whole so, thing was gone. Sawed off. But it was sawed off. And it was through concrete that's thick, okay? Like a big brick? Yeah. Like, like a big block? Like, like a, if I did this? No, it was that big? Yeah, it was like that. That's ridiculous. It was like that. Okay, and so how do we know what happened, David? How, how do I, we know what happened to the basketball hoop? Oh, yes. Yeah, so I go to visit this associate. I go to visit their house. And lo and behold, there it is. It's in their room. In their room. I can't. And they're shooting from their no. bed <laughs> into the hoop. That's uh, you so don't make. You can't make stupid. that up. You can't make that up. That's, That's great. That's the silliest shit. I had to put it in there. He's like, I got the hoop, yo. I believe that's the last bit. So we had a nice little like ode to David's upbringing. Yeah, just a, a slight touch of it. I think that was my favorite story that you ever told me about growing up. Like there's a lot of absurdities about that you hear, especially if you've grown up in the hood and you're somebody that you know has grown up in the hood and you're just like, you know, from the rinky-dink ho hum ass part of the suburbs where they just tip cows for fun and you just hear about this stuff. It's gold. It's that's fun. just funny shit. Uh, yeah. I, I still find it funny to this it's day. It's hilarious. Yeah. So, of course, I had to animate a stick person just yeeting across the screen with a, with a, oh, <laughs> with a fucking basketball. It was so good. Beyond that, right. this was such a fun video for me. Yeah. To write. There is... Ooh, it's juicy, kids. It was interesting. It's juicy. It was interesting playing myself twice. Oh, yeah. So, we had a fun... That was a weird way to... It was a weird recording because I mm. was David in the recording portion so i could actually surprise him with the nature of the video so he, he had natural reactions and then i revert but then we went back in yeah. and he revoiced it over. he revoiced it over with himself right which is interesting mm -hmm. uh it, i like the way it turned out i'm, it I'm turned out of, good yeah. i'm proud of that video and in general the video has a lot to do with time travel and as much as like there's a lot of time travel content out there as mm -hmm. science has progressed i don't really see um, time travel content that's really hits on the I don't know the wonkiness of how time really works or the as far as we know it as anyway. far as we know it so far and I oh man when I had my like hyperfixation on like that kind of shit in 2020 this was an interesting interesting one I think the only piece of media that's like close to kind of capturing capturing like the craziness of it is the Loki is it Loki? The Loki series. I thought you were going to say Interstellar. Interstellar is in this. It has a lot to do with it. Yeah. I, Interstellar was cool. It's literally in my notes, so obviously it's fine. But I don't know if it captures, like, there's an essence. There's, like, a spirit that, that Loki captures that's, I feel, is very interesting. But right. Interstellar specifically captures the more realistic nature of it and how it works i mm. just you know matthew mcconaughey wow. dude i had said that to a friend i was just like i don't really like matthew mcconaughey and he got like legitimately mad at me as i'm sure listeners will listen he's a good actor then my first thing i'm not gonna say he's a bad actor right. i'm not like ew i don't like watching him he's a bad actor no he's just he gives me weird vibes i don't really know how else to explain it the vibes, they're off with that man. But he can act. But he can act. But his vibes are off. Even, I can like sense it. I can like taste it through his acting. That his vibes are really weird. Anyway, as this has nothing to do with how weird Matthew McConaughey is. Yeah, yeah, it has nothing to do with that. But, so Interstellar, to my chagrin, very accurately captures uh, the more realistic aspect of time travel. Right. So what particularly that I took away was going fast versus wormholes. 
Right. So this is just some fun facts. Like you can technically go very, very fast in outer space. Mm-hmm. And because of the nature of how I believe the word is time, there's time space and then there's space time. Mm-hmm. Two different things. Okay. What I does am, that mean? I am inevitably going to mix them up. Fair <laughs> warning. You've been warned. <laughs> you have been warned. Okay. But okay. So what's as, as a pleb. Mm-hmm. What's the difference? Space time. I had to pull up the Google <laughs> to make sure I didn't sound like an idiot here. Space time is a mathematical model that combines the three dimensions of space. Mathematical model that combines the three at what of space? The three dimensions of space. Okay. And one dimension of time into a single four-dimensional manifold. Got you. And, when that, and that is what? That's space time. Space time. And then there's time space. Time space. It, sp- time space is the nothing nowhere. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Nothing, nowhere. I see. So space-time is being in space and then putting in how time is relative to how you move within space. Right. And time-space, this was something that's a fun little funsy that we'll get to later. That's a little bit more like woo-woo and esoteric, but it's still a fun concept, so we will talk about it later. If one had to put it into words, it's kind of what everything, everywhere, all at once toys with, if you saw that movie. Everything, everything, everywhere, everywhere, all at once, kind of toys with. They don't ever say time space, but it's they toy with that. The idea of the that. everything and nothing all at the same time vibe. That's time space. So space time. So what I found interesting was that in space time, mm-hmm. if you go very very quickly, which is what we see in Interstellar, mm-hmm. you can move forward in time or backwards or no it's forward no wormholes wormholes only go backwards in interstellar yes well also in general that's the theory right but we'll get to that so you can move at a rapid pace and because of the way that time overlays in space relative because time is also relative to the mag the gravitation i'm gonna sound like such an idiot i'm not a science bitch <laughs> um but it's, it's relative. There's a lot of that things that play into it. Like in Interstellar, they get really close to the planet. The closer they get to the planet, the weirder time moves. Same of thing gravity. because of gravity and black holes. And that's why time is relative and time is not a linear thing. So you can move ahead. You could go really, really fast in a spaceship. Just go real fast. But they're... And get th- them in going, the future. Them going to that planet, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. you can correct me. It was also... Not just the gravity, but they were close to another a black hole. Black hole, right? Yeah. So but also, it's like... the nature. It's it's a few things, but it's the nature of moving quickly um, through space because of how that that time dimension overlays in the three dimensional space of space. Mm-hmm. That things there's, you know, what, links in the description for for people who know more than me. <laughs> okay, fact is, you go really fast in space. Go vroom. Go vroom. Time don't matter. No, it's time does oh. matter, but... Time matter. So what has felt like 15 minutes to you, it's been 10 years on the place that you're from. So you could just go backwards. Again, like go back from where you came from, and it's been 20 years, because 10 to get there, 10 back. Wow, you you traveled 20 years in the future, and it's been 30 minutes for you. Because of the nature of how time... But then you're like, well, then how do you go back, right? Mm-hmm. And that's where the, the wormhole theory comes in. Because supposedly uh, black holes fold matter on itself is that or it crushes matter well we don't really know what black holes do (laughs) we we don't really know but yeah matter kind of condenses to a point that i believe envelops everything i you know i wrote a lot of notes my notes for this episode are like out off the wall 
long mm. as opposed to normal notes and i don't i don't i researched these specific questions and i didn't write them for this i researched the answers to those specific things in the video but i don't have them in my podcast notes that's fine um now i want to know okay because time can yeah because it's the thing i remember basically like i said the the time is foldy mm. the, the time time and space space is kind of foldy Mm-hmm. Like if you see like the pictures of like the earth and it's on that grid and the grid's kind of like going downwards a little bit, mm-hmm. it's because uh, it's flexible in, in ways. So wormholes basically connect one point of that to another to another point. I and see. So if it's like if it's like this, mm-hmm. and then a black hole, would and you're kind of going two, down that way, that would lead you. That would lead you to another space. Yes. A area. Yes. Quickly. Yes. And the, the, the argument would then be, well, then you're not going back in time. You're going forward. You're going forward. But, asterisk, asterisk, that's if we're working on a linear timeline. Mm. And we also don't know how that wormhole works. So we know in particles, particles, subatomic particles um, can disappear and reappear. It's like right. from, from existence. We don't know where they go. Right. Uh, and it's the same idea. Like, where do we go when we're in the wormhole and we get spit out in another location? Mm. Who knows? It's in a different dimension. Mm. So, and, and there's also a theory that takes out linear time, and it's called the cube universe theory. Right. So this idea is that all time is happening all the time. Every time. Which is where everything, everywhere, all at once kind of gets that. But even even everything, everywhere, all at once, in my opinion, totally dropped. I mean, it's a... It's a chunky subject it's a chunk to make a movie about chunk uh they really focused on it was at that one point in time for that woman she she was like i don't know how old 45 or something and all of those different universes in that movie she was still 45 well what i wish they would have touched on is the idea that all time is happening all the time so when you're everywhere you're everything everywhere all at once you are all of yourselves past present and future in all possibilities all at once so if t- time space is folding on itself, mm. right? Okay, I'm about to have some some time fun times explaining. So there's this girl. I be like I believe her name is Yamani. She talks about quantum physics and spirituality and stuff on TikTok. She's mm. a very smart young lady. She knows way more than me about stuff. She's very dedicated to learning of quantum physics. But she is who in in sparkened my brain with the understanding of why that would work. Mm. So if you have a piece of paper, yes. Right, and you have two dots on on that piece of paper. That's a two-dimensional, mm. right? How do you get from one dot to the other? You make a line. Right. Okay. Well, well let's just say you are a little exist. You're a little existent on that paper in the two D reality, and you don't want to follow that line mm. to get to here. I'm gonna use my mask filter. <laughs> you don't want to use the line to get there. You have to fold it on itself. You have to fold it on itself. So you're like you're here for mm. those who are on the video. Ignore the hole. <laughs> You're here. For on those the on the, reality. for those just listening, she has a piece of cloth. It's, that it's she a mask can, filter. <laughs> that she can fold in half. Okay, so there's this piece here, this mm. little dot, and then there's this little dot here. So instead of, oh, no, there's a, there's a hole, right? Let's just say there's a line. And you want to get there without going on the line, you would have to come into 3D reality to have those two points touch. Mm. Right? So to do that if you were a 2d per like being Mm. on that piece of paper to have that 3d experience to go to that it would look like insane it would be like what is happening this is some wonky insane shit what am i even looking at i don't understand it right and since we are in a 3d reality 
going into four dimension going into a four dimension reality where we are fucking with going to a different location in time because time is the fourth dimension mm. we would have to leave a 3d reality into a reality where all time is all of the time that makes sense it's hard for our brains to comprehend but we are bound by 3d reality right now so to go to a 4d reality to then move backwards in time is kind of outside of our realm of understanding mm. so in theory this is what a wormhole does right it functions in that fourth dimension so if you go like we put a really nice little a really nice little graph that our lovely artist made for us um in the video where it's like this like little loop just like this but in time space time and there's like this little connecty connecting them them both mm. and that is the wormhole theory and so wormholes will send you back in time got you quote unquote back in time or that's the theory right does that make sense? That makes sense. That makes sense to me. So you wanted to have this in the video. Yes, and I, I, I obviously made it like that's the only way you can go forward and back in the video. Right. So with that being the case, the other thing that I wanted to avoid, or I put that in the video because I think it's absolutely fascinating mm -hmm. how time is relative depending on where you are in space time. Right. Which this is, it opens a whole can of worms when you're just like, okay, so if that's the case, then, and then there's just a whole bunch of if-thens <laughs> that right. does start to happen. So then you start looking at, well, what other time media has been made? This is what was in my mind. I'm like, oh, we have Back to the Future, of course. Mm -hmm. That also functions on a linear understanding of time. Right. So it's what, like, well. So going back in time like we did in the video, was that a linear kind of? That was, a, that was an, uh, an ode to the linear understanding of time. As we Understood. know it, I kind of wanted to like do like a little one-two swap. Gotcha. Like swapped bitch. It's not even I, actually like that. I kind of like how it's an evolution of our thought processes of how time worked. Because yeah. I remember growing up thinking that time it was, was like linear that. like that. Yeah. yeah. And so they started coming out with these multiverses mm -hmm. and interstellar and all these different things. I feel like even multiverses are just like, oh, it's just this also same line, just all running parallel together. And there's just an infinite amount of them. You're just like, mm, awesome. No, all time is happening all the time and all possibilities are happening all at once. So, so they're basically all where Loki was in that area. Yes. Got it. Yeah. So what also then brings up was when I was writing the video, we, we did the linear understanding of it. But at the end, I tried to be like, okay, so it's not actually linear because this isn't actually your past. It's a different past. Right, right. Um, Which kind of works for the video because that actually didn't happen or oh, did it. Or did it. Or did it. Are we actually time travelers? I said that in the beginning. Who fucking knows? Uh, what I wanted to work in as well is we see in time butterfly effect and if yeah. if you're a youth and you don't know uh, butterfly effect that ashton kutcher was once in a movie called the butterfly effect mm. educate yourself <laughs> or if you don't okay, know the, boomer god rude. Yeah. i'm at least two generations away from boomer fucking rude bro um that's me it's my story <laughs> What, what the butterfly effect is, if you don't know, is this idea that w through linear time, there is this idea that scientists have fucked around with for a long time that creates time paradoxes. So if right. you go back in time w and you change something, what will happen? Will your future be different, which is what we see in Back to the Future? Or will you just be in a different, rich, different version of the future, which is what happens with, um, I guess, butterfly effect happens with Back to the Future and the Little Butterfly Effect movie with Ashton Kutcher. Right, you change one little thing and, and then everything it, changed. Makes a chain reaction. And like the, the flap of a butterfly's wings, which is why they call it a butterfly effect. It's like the for those of you who like liked this book as a kid, if you give a mouse a cookie, yeah, like where like the just a chain reaction of events, like you change one thing, a butterfly flaps its wings and you know. And all of a sudden, a cat is the president. Yeah, oh, that would be so much better. 
<laughs> vote, so vote dusky for president dusk for president dusk what do you have to say about that dusk hey he sniff he sniff think? real good what's interesting yeah the butterfly effect isn't real confirmed actually with science and you're like, how can we confirm that the butterfly effect isn't real if you don't have time, if you don't have time travel? Right. Well, what we do have, we do have quantum, um, quantum mechanics and quantum computers. Hmm. So, so it's a simulation. Yeah, it's a simulation of what would happen with time travel through quantum computers. Now, I don't know how the fuck quantum computers work. With quantums. Duh. I don't know. And I'm not here to tell you. With quantums. Duh. I just know they're fancier than normal. And they use quantum mechanics and physics. That end. You're welcome for the science lesson. Um, <laughs> this group of scientists did an experiment on what would happen if you tried to use a quantum computer to simulate changing an event in the past. How damaged or fractured would the future be? What would happen? Whatever. So what they noticed was that they said they took quibits, whatever that means, put them, I believe, 20 seconds or something into isn't the past. That, isn't that from Harry Potter? Quibits? No. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> Quidditch. Ah. Yeah. It's not familiar. Completely different thing. Completely different thing. Okay, I'm just gonna read. I'm just gonna read off what I have here. Okay. Using a quantum computer to simulate time travel, researchers determined that in the quantum realm there is no butterfly effect. In research information quibits or quantum bits time travel quote unquote into a simulated past one of them is then strongly damaged like stepping on a butterfly metaphorically speaking surprisingly when all of the quibits return to the quote unquote present they are largely unaltered as if reality is self-healing so the butterfly still existed anyway even if you stepped on it yeah um the farther things go it takes longer for things to go back to normal but things actually like go back to normal like you want to know why why because all time is happening all the time so if you went back to a a, a a version of the past or the version of now and you changed a thing and you come back to this present mm -hmm. this present is unaltered because this present is not affected by that past because all time is all the time i see so it, in a sense it's kind of like creating its own one would say like oh you created a new timeline by doing that but it's a very flawed way of looking at it it's like this is actually like where the mandala effect comes into play because we do still see things being weird. So right. like, let's just say the mandala effect is a perfect example. Everybody has talked about it for a long time. If you don't know, started with Nelson Mandela dying in prison in the 90s. Surprise, actually, no, he didn't. Right. Uh, there's a lots of people who vividly remember him dying in prison. I am one of them. I remember him dying in prison. <laughs> like, uh, right. I remember hearing about it, learning about it in school, watching documentaries about it. And then around about 2012, 2013, no, he didn't. He actually got released from prison and right. lived to like 90 or something and like that. He had the Berenstain Bears and, and blah, 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 and the Pikachu and the blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So in theory, this is like we're seeing, quote unquote, the damage of an altered, quote unquote, timeline, quote unquote, because it's also a limited understanding of what it is. But there is an alteration. Things are still largely the same. Right. See, what I, I guess what I kind of don't understand in that, uh, in that respect is like so what gives one action more weight than the other right why when i step on the butterfly is the butterfly still alive in our time but well sometimes instead, instead of dead 
It's a, you see damages, they say. So it's like the present stays the same, at least within small increment changes, such as a bug dying. It says, quote, we can actually see what happens with a, quant- with a complex quantum world if we travel back in time, add a small damage, small damage. In return, we found that our world survives, which means there's no butterfly effect. Simulating the return to a past can cause small local damages in a quantum system, leading only to small and significant local damage in the present. The further back in time the equipments travel, the more complicated things get. I see. I see, okay. So things can drastically change. They can change, but it's not like it is he- like basically things would be basically the same. Okay, so what what do you think makes it it's just a random question. What yeah. do you think makes it so that we remember, let's say all this is factual, right? Mhm. What is that re- makes it so that we remember the Pikachu tale <laughs> and some people don't? Multiverses, BB. Multiverses. Multiverses, BB. So that's where we have all time is happening all the time. So all of your past, all of your present, and all of your future are all existent all right now. Mm. That also includes all of the potential things you could have done in the past and all the potential things that you could do in the future. Mm. Those are all, all of those infinite possibilities all exist right now. Right. At right this very moment in a cube type universe, mm-hmm. which we touch on at the end. So there's one where I'm a millionaire that. right now. Yes, actually. What's happening? And so... I just made a really fun little finger wiggle for those who just heard me make a really weird noise into my mic. That was a purposeful weird noise. (laughs) The point exactly is how we get to altering time and how time can have these weird little conjunctions. Right. Now this, I'm going to say right now, is getting into hearsay and pseudoscience. Pseudoscience and woo-woo nature. But this is a big part of the video. Yes, and it's... And why we made... It is all theory, but it's all theory that is backed in like valid understandings of quantum mechanics, valid understandings of how our brain comprehends time, right. and valid understandings of like this does no harm so long as you remain grounded in your physical reality to enjoy the idea of or to challenge yourself to grow by. Right. Right. So I'm. Do you want to talk about the atoms reacting first or? Well, atoms reacting to what? Uh, you have energy and change and inter- intention when you're at, like, when, like when you spoke to the water and froze it, the atoms. Well, now we're, that, that, now that's getting into manifestation rather okay. than time travel. Fair. They're related. And I, I will get to that. There is a lot of subatomic particular, um, activity like entanglement or because as, they are, yeah, because they are related. That's why I was yeah, as Albert Einstein explains spooky action at a distance. They are related, um, but it starts to, that's where it starts to branch off into more of a, like, change your own reality, but which we do touch on at the, we do touch on an idea of which we'll get to. It's kind of one of the last things I have listed here. Right. Um, we're going to get back to that cube type universe. I kind of said it and then I just kind of like yeeted it and didn't really talk about it further. Into space, time so, space. So I explained it. It's explained like this. All time is happening all the time. And there's a cube type universe. If that's kind of hard to wrap your brain around, it's like, imagine the universe is like a record. Mm-hmm. right all of the songs exist on that record right the moment you pick up the record it does the needle mm-hmm. sits at a certain place on the record mm-hmm. and just plays through the song linearly otherwise you can't hear the song right but if you pick up the needle go to a different... and go to a different song but all of those songs are existing at the exact same time and in a cube type universe all nows are right now all time is all the time there is not just like 
there's like this version in the cube universe where now is now and there's a version in the cube type universe where the other now is now right. so instead of thinking about it like I've seen lots of pictures of multiverses or like different spheres all lined up in a really nice neat little row mm. no it's all squiggly douched together squiggly douched all at once <laughs> which again is why I get why people are really into everything everywhere all at once I have my thoughts on it I love the concept. I love what they did with it. I also love the directors. Amazing directing, amazing acting, fucking slay, everybody. As far as the time thing goes, right. I feel like they... Could have did a little bit more. Could have focused. I'm just a, I'm just a slut for that kind of stuff. Nerdy, mm. nerdy time stuff. It's back with the, the cube type universe theory is backed up by Albert Einstein's theory of relativity, which uh, states that space and time are part of a four-dimensional structure where everything has happened on its own coordinates in space-time. Right. Right. So then we have, well, okay, well, that's all nice and dandy, but outside of just me wanting to work that into a video, a video how, like, how does, and, okay, cool facts, I don't really give a shit. It's actually very applicable to you right now. And that's what we were basically talking about in the video. Yes, that's what we were talking about in the video. So if we, if every time is happening all the time, mm -hmm. all of those times are what is present to the version of you experiencing it. Mm. So to be present is to be at one with all of those infinite possibilities. Which is kind of what everything all at once simulates. In kind the of. They never actually get to being stable in your present state. They also, they're just like, nothing matters and I can just do, nothing matters, so everything matters. They just went that way with it. It's fine, it's valid. I think it completely missed the being present in your physical space. The, the mindfulness practices that every fucking therapist throws at you that they think mm -hmm. is so special and off the wall and different. Right. It's actually very important. So we're talking more like, if anyone remembers this movie, The One, kind like Jet Li. Yeah. That's what we're talking more of. Kind of, but even then, that's all linear because they're all the same age. Yeah, that's true. They're all the same age. The version of you where you are a child is the version of you now, which is where I said before, the last thing that I, I guess... This all leads together, but I'll mention it and then I'll talk about how I got there. Okay. David goes back and engages with his young version of himself, which in a literal video sense is like playing with the timeline, time travel back and forth linear thing. Mm -hmm. But it's more so an allegory of how you can engage with a different version in yourself of yourself while by, being present. By being present. Right. And how that actually does alter physical reality in a certain sense. And I don't mean like, oh, like I really thought about me being a millionaire and like now I'm a millionaire the next day. Uh, there's something Damn, called... So it doesn't work like that? So there's something called shifting, which Fuck. is on TikTok where some people are swaying up and down that that's possible. Mm. And I don't discount it as possible. Right. Right. There's uh, the scientific theory that everything must happen eventually. Mm. So eventually somebody... There is the literal scientific possibility that you could go through a wall so there is the literal scientific possibility that that could happen mm. but what i wanted to get at was the importance of accessing all of those different quote-unquote versions of now by being present fully and connecting with the oneness of all things you can pseudo time travel got you you can pseudo time travel and see when i say physical effects in your reality i mean your brain will function differently. Right, because they can't tell the difference. No. I've said this before, but your brain cannot tell the difference between your thoughts 
memories and what is currently happening right now. Your brain dumb. Brain Sorry. a little dumb. Sorry. You're right. Brain a little dumb. I'm trying the best. Trying the best, okay? Right, so we actually, in that, president, I have president is where eternity meets reality, so infinite, infinity in infinite possibility. Right. The present is how we access that. So the only evidence you have of last week is your memory, but memory comes from a stable structure of neurons in your brain. Mm-hmm right now according to the block universe view time and temporal relations of earlier than or later than exist these relations hold regardless of where anyone is located and since we're always located wherever we are which is trivially true everyone is located in the present just as everyone is located at the place they call here but that only has to do with past what about future same i mean you don't have memories of future but you can create memories of future so if all time is happening all the time if you can imagine yourself doing it then it exists in infinite reality somewhere. And that's where that starts coming in. Right. You can't remember the future because it's never happened. Or, or has it? It's happening right now. This is where we go to choices. And this is where I mentioned at the end, like where your mind goes, your energy goes. Right. So in a physical space, could we get into this rocket ship and go really far and then come back and then be Matthew McConaughey and have your daughter be 90? Sure. Could we find a wormhole and like yeet ourselves through it and see what happens? Yeah. And go into a physical reality? Sure. But to even do that wormhole one, you still need to be outside of our understanding of 3D reality for a time to go through space time. Mm. Otherwise, a wormhole just doesn't work. So we then, to supersede, to do that on a physical right now level, you do not need a spaceship and you don't need to go into space in a wormhole. Mm. You can experience a similar idea by escaping the bounds of time through your pineal gland which is something we talk about in other videos, blah, blah, blah. But your mind can go there, mm. right? That means it ex- it's ex- experiencing a potential. And if you're experiencing that potential, then it is possible to happen. For example, you are very present. You, you are mindful. Do your mindfulness practices, take in some nice deep breaths. You're not thinking of anything any, at all. Right. The feeling of the couch holding you up, the feeling of your your clothes, the texture, the material, what do you see, blah, blah, blah. Get very present. Mm -hmm. And then you intentionally close your eyes and remember, this is how we get to the video, your child self. This is where child work comes in, which is a very popular discussion of topic on at least my end of TikTok, Mm -hmm. (laughs) inner child work. On some like self-care. On some self-care shit. Therapy stuff. On some self-care therapy stuff. You go to your the youngest for like whatever version of yourself as a child that you felt needed an adult Mm. right and you have a memory of that now you don't just replay a traumatic memory because that's very triggering and like we said your brain doesn't know the difference so you would just be reliving it you would be reliving it you go to that memory and you change it you rewrite the memory by being present and being an advocate for the smaller version of yourself or discussing things with them or talking to them and truly Right. You'd be surprised at like your brain comes up with stuff. Now I know that's a little bit different for people with aphantasia who cannot visualize, but there is a see, sense, hear, feel, taste, know. Like mm. any of your senses, there's a knee-jerk default reaction in one of those senses. What is it? You can just know. My child self would say this, right? Right. But if for those of you who don't have aphantasia, you can visualize that moment, go to that place have that conversation and actively change the way it went. And then when you open your eyes, you behave as if that's what as if happened. that memory of your younger self 
is your memory. Now, that's some weird shit, and it's some spicy psychology nonsense, but it's not nonsense. It's very effective. Super spicy. (laughs) Very spicy psychology. Uh, And that's where I really wanted to drive home is the idea of you are then, in some way, if present is how we access all possible time possibilities, which are everywhere all at once, Mm. there is a scientific possibility that by you doing that, you are in some way engaging with that smaller version of yourself, which actually would create some kind of pseudo healing, which would affect yourself now. And this is essentially fixing the past. Or helping fixing the past through time travel. Being your own help, I guess. Time travel within your own mind. Yes, which sounds insane, but uh the CIA released documents in 2003 called the Gateway Project that talks about literally how to do this, how successful it was, and the cool shit that they did with it. Mm -hmm. Of course, they they withheld, I think, two or three very important pages. Right. Um, All with the intention of, well, if you can master this technique, then you can travel in in your mind and find what the pages say. Mm um and it's also the government are they really going to give us everything no. so what you're saying is stranger things is real <laughs> that's a completely different train of thought but sure. Elle exists she likes egos i mean Don't. on an uh, if, we're, if we're doing everything everywhere all at once sure there's there's a multiverse out there where Elle exists and likes egos yeah why not more importantly i could have psychic powers sure but I don't like the nosebleeds. I'm not no, into that. No, I'm not really with that. Um, but what is interesting is I have... You can, I linked the Gateway Project in the description. If you want to read about it, it's very interesting. Uh, they talk about step-by-step. Step. Induce a state of calm. Lower your blood pressure. Get your circulatory system and other organs vibrating at 7 hertz. Mm. Or 7 to 8 hertz. Which, fun fact, is the Schumann resonance. Mm. Uh, the Schumann resonance is 7.8 hertz. Mm. So... And that's also when you start lowering your, your brainwaves, <laughs> brainwave talk. Okay, quick lesson. Wait, first of all, if you don't know who Schumann is, I mean. Okay, so the Schumann, Schumann resonance is the vibration that the earth vibrates at. Everything mm-hmm. has its own vibration, right? Funny, funny fact, the earth is called Schumann. Sure. That's not true. Go ahead. <laughs> so your brain, everything is vibrating. Your brain's vibrating. It all has hertz and frequencies, right? So when we're thinking, our brain is at a, I believe, beta state, mm. and it is pretty fast. Like the, the wave function, the, wave, the waveform is big and close. Big and close. Big and close. Uh, we go down, we, if you can, I guess, start calming your mind, taking some deep breaths. When people measure your brain, it will start looking a little bit less close, a little bit less big. It's what they call alpha state. Mm. And you now can, this isn't sleeping. No, this isn't sleeping. Theta is almost sleeping. And theta... You can be awake. Wait, wait, wait. We're talking about alpha. Well, theta is the one right below alpha. So when is alpha? Alpha is when you are deeply relaxed. That's deep relaxed. Deep relaxed kind of like I'm in a bath or deep relaxed like I'm a monk? That's more like theta. Okay. So here we're in. I'm in a bath and my mind is not that spiraling. Got you. I'm in a bath and I am being mindful. That's mindfulness. Like I'm feeling, I'm not thinking about a million things. I am thinking about the water on my skin. I am thinking about the temperature that I feel. I am thinking about very slow thoughts. Like it's a lot, lot, not less, oh my gosh, I have ADHD and I'm thinking about a million things, which is beta. Mm. More, I'm vibing. I'm vibing and my brain is okay. 
my brain is calm. And then we go down a little bit further. We get into theta. Last question before yeah. we go into theta. How present is alpha? How present is alpha? What do you mean? Like, you said no thoughts. I mean, there are some thoughts. They're just relaxed. Think about it as a state of flow. Yeah, and that's why I said how, how present is it? Like, is it like, oh, look, I am touching a chair. This chair feels soft. I think it depends on the person, and I would have to look at everybody's brain waves, depending. But You heard that first. Send your brain waves. Yeah, send your brain waves. Please don't do that. Um, yeah, don't do that. Alpha is more like the state of flow. Okay. If you're drawing, if you like to draw and you're just like not, you're just weirdly focusing at the task at hand and you're just like, oh man, the time is gone. Mm. That's like an alpha. Gotcha. That's you're, in a, you're in a state of flow. You're present. You're doing whatever it is that you're doing. There mm. are some thoughts, you know, there, there is presence, but, but you're, you're you are like, just kind of, there's flow. You're in a zone. You're in the zone. Yeah. That's alpha. And then you go down to right before sleep and that's theta. The theta is also, I believe, where the pineal gland starts to get, all, get all tingly, tingly. Now, this is daydreaming or what? Mm, it can be. It can be daydreaming. Uh, and it's meditative. And it's very, very calm. The, mm. the wave is very far apart and very calm. It is in that place that really cool stuff starts to happen. And it's also like where you dream. It's where you do this. It's where you do that. And it's also the vibration of the earth, mm. which is... Which is why a lot of those bitches be like, listen to music in 432 hertz because takes eight, multiply it by 54 for some reason. I don't know what, why 54 and then you get 432 and then they're all like, that's the music of the universe. So or whatever. So Pocahontas headed right. How? What do you mean? She's listening to the colors of the wind. Yes. Bitch had it 100%. Listen to the colors of oh. the wind. All of the trees have spirits and you can touch the tree. Be Pocahontas. Be Pocahontas. That's the end. Done. No, we're not even oh, close to shit. done. Excuse Sorry. you. I was talking about the Gateway Project. Uh -huh. And it says, get your organ systems vibrating at 7 to 8. Well, 7 to 7.5, but theta is 7 to 8. Ideally, 7 to 7.8-ish. Right. Then, increased resonance is achieved. With the, so, resonance is when two things vibrate at the same frequency. Mm-hmm. Resulting sound waves matches the electrostatic field of the earth, which is 7.8. The body and the earth and other similarly tuned minds become a single entity continuum. This is straight out of the CIA documents, by the way. Uh, and, and that is where you start. No, your facts. Okay. 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 So resonance is, let's just say you are a guitar player. Mm. And you have two strengths that are mm. tuned to the same note mm -hmm. right next to each other. Mm -hmm. You pluck one. The one that's next to it will, even though you did not pluck it, start doing that. Start vibrating at the same rate. Right. That is how resonance works. And in this, it says that if you can get your brain functioning to the default setting of all things, mm -hmm. you can then become one with all things and surf in your mind around them, I suppose. Okay, but Everything, how, everywhere, all at once. How arrogant to think that if you vibrate at the frequency of earth that is all things there is other planets i mean that's how I'm we sorry. act <laughs> you're you're i apologize you're entirely correct it is how it's the doorway into other things because there's even more i believe i don't i could be talking when i asked for this part but once you've hit theta if you start experiencing certain things your brain waves actually speed back up but it's a different type of thing then i think it's gamma or delta i forget is that when i have nightmares maybe 
I don't know. That's a real question. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, when you were experiencing Delta and once again, could be talking on my ass, totally admit that I am vaguely remembering something I read once right here. Uh, when like people read the brainwaves of like people who are receiving psychic information who are not talking out of their ass, mm. their brainwave state changes to that, that faster one. While they're in theta, it drops to theta and they start receiving information. The brainwaves change. Not to beta though, to a, that, whatever that other one Interestingly is. Interestingly enough, I think real talk, and this is not a joke, in Stranger Things, I think they did do that. Yeah, because it's, that's how that works. <laughs> it's well, how it works. Yeah. So That's fun. That's a fun fact. It is. This is very fun facts. And to then be able to, to do this, which is why meditation is a big deal, because you can get into a theta brainwave state through meditation. Mm -hmm. You go into, at the very, very beginning of this podcast, David was like, What's, what is time space then? Space time versus time space. Time space is this. When you have lowered your brainwave state to theta, mm -hmm. you can become, go to this black space, and almost like delete your body, control alt delete your body. And then you're just a, a consciousness in this black space. Mm. You are no one and you are nowhere, right? Mm -hmm. So then you can expand your consciousness to touching other things. Now this is all just activity in your brain. This is just a thought experiment. Uh, quote unquote, now you're all things. Mm. Again, your brain doesn't know the difference between fiction and reality. So if you can trick your brain into thinking you're all things, then mm. it has the same benefits as having all things then you are everything and you are everywhere mm. that's what i was that that little that space where you are nothing and everything at the same time is time space and I that see. is where you are touching infinity of infinite possibilities by being the most present you've ever been yeah got it got it it's just a lot of little fun facts here and all this was kind of touched on in the video very briefly but this is basic what the video is based on yeah, it is this idea that like, okay, here's the fun ideas of tangible time travel as science understands it now with the going fast and the wormholes and all of that stuff. Mm. And then going, hey, nothing's linear. All time's happening all the time. And if we were to time travel, it would be like that. It would be through those kinds of approaches. Got you. And simultaneously on a more accessible level, mm -hmm. you can time travel and see those changes through going to that space in your mind and your brain again whether you are changing your reality externally or you are just spicy psychologying yourself you will actually have the benefits that come with that actually happening so there's been studies i believe so basically of, why not yeah why not now that it is dangerous if you are not grounded in reality that's right. just how we can have people losing their minds or getting like messiah complexes or like crazy not grounded in reality shit but if you do it in a way that's like i want to heal my inner child which is something that i has been deeply beneficial for me mm -hmm. i've practiced that david has practiced that I it have. is extremely moving extremely beneficial and it, it's lovely and i really wanted to include that like pseudo time travel in the video which is why at the very end i had david have that emotional moment with younger self on the tree to his <laughs> To, to my his dismay. Most, most uncomf. <laughs> most uncomf. He's like, I don't want to do this. I'm like, it's nice, David. It's nice. It felt so cringe. Um, it's not cringy. It's it nice. It felt so cringe it's to me. It's wholesome. It's wholesome, goddamn. But it could be just because I'm being vulnerable. Because it's you. So basically, you can access, quote unquote, higher, like we talked about earlier with the paper going this way. Yes. 
your brain can do that mm-hmm. by going up into this timeless so if you're bound by time here if your brain can go to this no place no time situation you can then do that thing that i was talking about where Mm. now you're at a different point right and if your brain doesn't know the difference between a memory thought or vision or whatever versus reality you can then that's that is where you know the lovely capitalism of spirituality on TikTok starts to come in. Make yourself a millionaire. Blah, 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 right. blah, blah. Just feel the blah, blah, blah. Imagine yourself as a millionaire. It's not just imagine yourself as a millionaire. It's the physical embodiment of how do I feel if that was my reality. So it's like super imagination. Super imagination. You're basically rewiring your brain to default to that setting. I think I manifested you when I was like a kid playing house by myself that's really cute what the fuck what do you mean just saying i used to play house by myself and i always pictured me having a girlfriend yeah who is now wife like you that's really cute it's true it's really fucking cute here we are so time travel with your space time time travel with yourself it's a good time. Oh, uh, interestingly enough, another, the opposite direction. Yes. You can meet your younger self and be your younger child. You can also do a thought experiment and meet your future self. Right. It's a thought experiment of going forward in time and yeah, experiencing life as that person experience, uh, that version of yourself experiences it, but go to like a location in your brain of choice and imagine that, ver- like that, the version of you that you want to, to be they yeah. walk they walk in and let that conversation unfold and you're like well this is just my brain yes but everything is just your brain because you can't experience i've said this in other episodes but if you can't experience reality outside of your brain there is no reality outside of your brain right. because senses senses right here is being fed into my ner- into my nerves which goes to my neurons which is in my brain and if i don't have a brain then i'm not experiencing anything mm. so everything is in your brain Everything is in your brain. So if you feel silly, you being right now, right here is in your brain. It's true. It's weird, but you it's could true. could not be here, and that's what everybody's talking about when they say, am I in a simulation? Yeah. There is no spoon. There is no, there is no spoon. That's actually an entirely different episode that I wanted to backlog before we went live, and I, I didn't. The Matrix video, or the yeah. simulation video, as it's been retitled. The simulation video, because no one remembers The Matrix. You know how disheartened I was? When a whole 20-year-old was like, I've never seen The Matrix. You should retitle it. Yeah, so our can you, can you Survive a Simulation video was originally called Can You Survive or Can You Escape the Matrix? And one of the first things out of one of the people that we know's mouth was like, I've never seen The Matrix. I don't know what that means, and I won't click on that video. You should change it to Simulation. And I was like, you've hurt my soul. It hurt so much that it took a long time for me to change it, but I eventually <laughs> did. <laughs> it's getting because more they- views now. They were right. It's getting more views now, and it's so upsetting. It's just upsetting that no one knew what The Matrix was. Go, go watch The Matrix. That's an entirely different episode that's, ooh, juicy. In closing, time is really cool. As I think quantum computing and quantum physics continues to expand its knowledge, the more I think we'll be able to learn and know. Right. But on a interpersonal level, I think those two exercises that I was talking about are indispensable in in how helpful they are. Mm -hmm. And the idea and the knowledge that wherever your mind goes, your energy goes, Mm -hmm. whether that's in the past or or in the future, I guess this is the last thing. A lot of people are thinking all the time about the past. 
regrets or whatever, replaying right. situations or in the future. It um, seems to just come naturally to us. Yeah, it does. Re- in the future, replaying, um, rehearsing conversations or worrying about what's the future going to look like or what's this or what's that. And we're never here. Yeah. And your mind can't tell the difference. Right. So if it's remembering those past things, it will embody those past things. And through the law of resonance, your body will be vibrating at that quote unquote frequency of those types of emotions. Mm. And you will find yourself in circumstances like that, which is where spiritual TikTok starts to run with it. Um, That makes sense. The theory is that where how your body resonates is what you will find things that are likely resonating. So if you think about the future and it's bad, then you'll have that you'll, you'll pretend that's the theory i'm gonna i'm gonna run both theory here because people have intrusive thoughts and you are not your thoughts though we are the observer of the thoughts as we've talked about in other podcasts so if you're present and you remember that you are the observer of your thoughts and you are not your thoughts you can let them go right. you can let them pass and go and be intentional with choosing then once you've let those intrusive thoughts or unwanted thoughts past your mind and go oh that's not defining of me that's not controlling me that's okay mm. you can then be thoughtful and choose what you want to think about and realize that that does have a very real and physically measurable impact on your psyche on your body on your stress mm. and potentially on your your environment and through spicy psychology maybe change your outlook so that you are more motivated to go do something that can actually help your life and with that, we will we will let this episode go. I believe if all goes according to plan, this will be going up along the holidays. So, mm. God, I hope it's the holidays and nothing has gone wrong. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, about that. Um, this was filmed quite a while ago now, and some things have changed. Uh, we released a statement on our YouTube channel community tab. But if you only follow us here, basically the videos that we upload the podcasts in tandem with, we will unfortunately be unable to do them moving forward. (laughs) So that doesn't mean that the podcast is over. The podcast is exponentially easier for us to do, which is kind of the issue. We don't have means to continue making those complex YouTube videos, but we can still talk your ear off. So until we know what we're doing next and we know how this is shifting moving forward. We will be uploading podcast episodes about old videos on our YouTube channel that piqued y'all's interest, like the cold video, the David's Possession, um, some of our other other ones. Uh, so we, there will still be podcast content available. Yeah, it's been it's been an eclipse season for those of you who follow astrology, but it's for the best, I think. I think onward and upward, and I'm excited about what we have cooking but still not figured out yet. So until then, enjoy your holiday. We'll see you in the new year.